0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport.
1: Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
2: On a bad run of form, they said. We'll easily get beat, they said. On 50 Minutes, Mansfield Town did a Mansfield Town. And then, somehow, Mansfield Town did a Mansfield Town. Make sense of that, if you like. (laughs) On an incredible night at the One Course Stadium, Mansfield Town did a Mansfield Town and conceded a ridiculous goal in ridiculous fashion on 50 Minutes. But set about putting things right soon after with three goals, two from Jordan Bowery, one from Jamie Reed, Mansfield Town, beat league leaders Cheltenham, 3-1, with a performance full of fire, desire, flair, creativity, ideas, everything that we've lacked in the past few weeks to put three precious points on board. This is the Cooldown Post-Match Reaction Show, where we're a little bit excited Get involved in the comments and have your say on your team as Mansfield Town. Win 3-1 at the One Course Stadium to put three points on the board. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because optimism matters. Where's my teeth? Mansfield Town 3, league leaders Cheltenham Town 1 at the one-core stadium. A victory which puts Mansfield Town 11 points clear of the drop zone. There is breathing room yet again. Mansfield Town did a Mansfield Town and conceded a soft goal on 50 minutes, which I'm sure would have left Nigel Clough fuming. However, as he enters the dressing room and no doubt speaks to the press right now as we're talking... He won't mind about that because Mansfield Town did what they haven't been able to do over the last few weeks. In fact, what they haven't been able to do since that enforced break. And that is fight. Pull in a performance of desire and flair and go on and turn the game around. Arguably, the performance of the season. There's an easy way, there's a hard way and there's a Mansfield Town way. And boy, did the Stags do it the Mansfield Town way tonight. Joining me on this emotional roller coaster, two men who were resigned to defeat about two hours ago. Mr. Nathan Edge and Mr. Cam Felton. Oh, dear. Mansfield Town know how to inflict the unexpected on us, don't they? Cam, what a performance. Well done, boys. Oh, uh, unreal. Unreal. And did we
3: expect that? <laughs> no. we. When, when we conceded, we thought, here we go again. But my God. I was saying before the podcast, uh, in the pre-match podcast, we needed that fight, that hunger, that desire. And my God, we got that in the barrel load in the second half. What a performance. And even the first half, it was a good performance. We just could not take our chances. Uh, And we thought, yep, here we go again. We're not going to take his chances again to come back to bite us. And it did for all of
2: about four minutes. Brilliant, brilliant. I, I just can't sum it up. The spirit... And desire to fight for each other tonight, Nath. We'll delve into the other reasons behind it. Subtle tweaks, subtle changes to the lineup and and the, the formation and the system and the style of play. But the fight and desire and spirit to play for each other and to work hard for each other, that's what showed the most tonight. That's what won us um, the game. Plus, an excellent performance from the front three, in particular, Jason Law.
4: Yes, uh, so many positives to... Uh to take out of uh, this evening. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're uh, someone out there that likes to bet and you like to go for your odds mm-hmm. on, well, there's no point betting on Mansfield because we uh, we do the unexpected a bit like tonight. <laughs> well, absolutely like tonight. So, um, oh, d- yeah, absolutely delighted. Really, really good performance um, you know, across the pitch. But like you say, most importantly, those those front three who, um, yeah, for the last few games, we've been saying, and club has been saying, we need to keep a clean sheet because basically the front, front front players weren't doing their bit and when we went one goal behind i'll be honest i wasn't massively disappointed because i was, I was looking at results and i thought south end are losing and we said pre-match as long as we we match what they do it's not the end mm. of the world so i sort of accepted the fact that you know top of the league we've, we've probably lost this one fair enough we're ain't we ain't, we're not going to score we definitely ain't going to score too well how wrong was i those front three certainly uh yeah, and are the this evening.
2: Yeah, I'm going to delve into that in a little uh, couple of minutes. But first, let's delve into something else. Something we all sometimes look forward to, sometimes don't look forward to. In fact, now, as, as content creators, we always look forward to delving into these comments, regardless win, lose or draw. Always nice, though, to see some positive ones after a win, after so long of, uh, of, of losing. Here we go, then. Ethan's kicked us off tonight saying Jordan Bowery is an absolute beast. Kevin says, I said 2-1 stags, but I take 3-1 up the stags. Uh, jay says getting said bowery uh was a lot more effective in a 4-3-3 cutting in uh, than it has been through the middle a bit of experience next to rawson just shows what having the correct balance can do jason law again class to assist my man of the match get writing it down cam we will remember all these um steve says floating cloud nine what a result could have been five or six uh chris um jane says bloody marvelous Roger says, well, you couldn't write it. What an unpredictable league this is. Said they were due for a win, hopefully. Uh, Jamie says, you can laugh at this so much. It's the Mansfield Town way. Uh, Stags chat, who's had the who's had that telling off? Better quality side tonight. Brilliant game. Mark says, well done, Mansfield. Uh, Roger, Jacklin Hyde have nothing on Mansfield Town. Wayne, absolutely brilliant. Can't fault the lads tonight. This is how it should be every game, showing fight and passion. As for Cheltenham, top of the league, you're having a laugh. Getting new you stags. Uh, William says, yellows. Ethan says, if we play like that in the next couple of games, another good run could be on the way. Jamie just shows we needed that experience in the middle of the back four. Uh, great team performance, says Phil. At last, Reid and Bowery looked like a partnership. Rawson had a great game. Um, Laura says, we did what? Did Clough threaten the strike force with my five-year-old after my Saturday run? I think he must have done Laura think he must have done. Uh, Glynn says everyone played well tonight and a delight to see Lapsley back at last. Alice says supporting the Stags should come with a government health warning poor against Barrow and then a few days later hammer the league leaders Stags all over. Uh, Well that has uh, restored a bit of pride says Andy. Ben says great win, great game, love the passion and playing football and Jordan Bowery is on fire. Alan says Law was excellent, shame he missed a chance to score man of the match for me. Two votes already for him. Uh, Craig says the Mansfield Townway brilliant resort Jason Law quality yet again. Come on, you stags. Uh, Nigel says they didn't have uh, much on offer other than the long throw uh, uh, goal aside. Um, Pedro Boss, Cheltenham, great play all round. Uh, Roger, that's why Clough keeps the faith with Bowery and Reid. That's why uh, Clough didn't. Uh, really lambast them at Barrow I think they would have had a negative that would have had a negative effect on tonight Uh, last few comments uh, keep them coming in we'll read some more as the the show goes on Uh, great result says Tim if they can score such good goals in a 10 minute spell why can't they create more chances over 90 minutes Um uh, Richard says Jason Law yet another solid game was all over the pitch and it would have been nice for him to cap his performance with a nice goal. He sent the chance over the sent the chance over the bar. Could have had another two or three goals. Uh, brilliant performance, Law. Fantastic. Glad Gordon recovered well from Saturday. Uh, says Tom. I think McLaughlin has uh, spent time in the gym. Never um, seen him win so many battles. Perch and Rawson worked well, but everyone played well. Law, my man of the match, that's three, uh, but could be nearly anyone. Callum says, only thing that would have made that better was Law uh, smashing his chance into the top corner. What a game that was. Uh, Gary says, you're right, Roger. Cluffy continues to ask for patience from us all. We must uh, learn this attribute. And Lewis says, come on, you Stags. Uh, let's talk subtle tweaks tonight, Nath. Um, the one thing for me which worked really really well we have played for the last god knows how long a four-three-three system uh, an out and out 433 3 3 and we started off with that tonight but it quickly became apparent after five or ten minutes where we wasn't really getting nowhere that we changed a little bit Steve McLaughlin sat in front of the back four it became more of a diamond uh, with then Clark and uh, Quinn in the midfield uh, and then Jason Law sat in just behind, just off the shoulder of the front two, making it a, a front two and giving Reed and Barry more space. And especially in the second half, that really, really showed. We had chances in the first, but the longer we sat in that dif- in that different formation, the more of a diamond-shaped midfield. We controlled the game and were excellent on the counter.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll have to hold my hands up because pre-match, on the Facebook exclusive, obviously read right out the team sheet, you said Steve McLaughlin and I hung my head, so... Um, I I, I hung my hands up there and say uh, you know he he shot me up tonight. Cause he, I thought he had a superb game, uh, along with the rest. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it goes to show in the second half. You know, obviously what we managed, obviously we managed to get three three goals, but uh, we we made Cheltenham change their formation. We made them change how they were playing. Which, you know, um, we haven't we haven't forced that upon many teams this season at all. So, by us probably probably taken that a bit by surprise. I mean it took us by surprise. We haven't really uh changed, you know, much recently, have we? In in the sense of our shape and our how we set up. So to try something a little bit different has obviously uh clearly worked out incredibly well for us. And uh you know, fair play to to Clough for, and, and the management team for for, for, for doing that a fair play to the players for implementing
2: it so well yeah I have to say Cam on Stephen McLaughlin you know like Nathan said he was a little bit critical of him in the Facebook pre-match I think we have been critical of him um, as well at, at other times I thought he was tremendous in front of the back four tonight. That was a position which really, really suited him. When it was needed, he could drop back into a centre-half position, cover both full-backs, run a lot of ground. And I think that, for me tonight, that was the engine that we needed. It didn't get in the way of Stephen Quinn, which was our worry uh, pre-match. Didn't get in the way of Ollie Clark. Didn't get in the way of Jason Law. I think that for me, was his game tonight, and he did really, really well in a position which perhaps for him is maybe a little bit unorthodox as well.
3: Yeah, I'll say we were saying yes, he needs to be in the midfield, but he needs to be on the left side of either a four or a three, and he played completely different tonight. But I think that was the the good balance that he needed. He needed that that defensive role. We know he can play well, like as a as a fallback, but he, he's a little bit inconsistent. Whereas playing in that that midfield defensive role it did give him the flexibility that he could roam around as well he could push forward when needed he gave the defense a dig out when they needed it and just all round he just had a very very good game and yes we have been critical of him in the past but whenever how many games good games has he had since he joined us you could only think of a handful so when when a, a good game does come around you think right oh he he actually has done has played really well to to pick him out as, as someone that does does quite well, usually he either goes under the radar or he's done absolutely awful
2: Yeah, absolutely, I think uh, you know, he really put in a shift tonight Nathan, I think uh, again th- there's many people which we could probably pick out for man and matches, I'm sure we will do later on but I think that subtle tweak to the way we lined up, that subtle tweak to the formation and the style of play, you know, it, it was clear from the offset we were trying to get the ball played in behind to try and play, you know, Jamie Reed and, and Jordan Bowery in behind the two centre-halves. We knew they were going to put the long throw on us. We tried everything with the pitch covers, which they just moved out of the way out of hidden weights in there, by the way, just to to, me- to mess with the heads a little bit. But, you know, it, it was very clear to see what, what our game plan was, which initially for the first 45 minutes worked very, very well. Keep them quiet from the long throws. Get them on the counter if, if we can. If they're back in, we'll just play it over the top and put them under pressure. Don't allow them to play and... That's what I want from from Mansfield Town. When you come to our ground, you are not going to dictate the way you play football. We play the fo- we play our game, and we're going to make you change. And I think that's the the credit uh, tonight, which is deserved to Nigel Clough, his backroom staff, and the players for uh, for for putting that into practice.
4: Yeah, I mean, he kind of said this a little bit after Barrow, um, you know, and, and and a lot of fans disagreed or said you know they didn't really see the same as is what he saw. I mean, this could be a factor of the fact that we, obviously we're watching on iFollow, so you don't get to see everything that happens in in the same way you do when you're actually at, at the ground. But, you know, the one thing that Clough did praise, although it hadn't been coming off of too well, but he did say we, we were mixing it up well. We were, some points were playing, trying to play football in the, uh you know, in the attacking half. But when we had to, we were making decisions to go long, but in a, in a productive way. And I think, if there's an example of that, of it being implemented very well, is is tonight because we, we did mix it up and we did, but it was exactly how how it had to be done. Um, and like I say, it worked like a charm against Cheltenham. And the most important thing is, I mean, we, we we did in the previous games we we have created chances, but we we never ever really looked like scoring. However, there was a lot of occasions tonight where those those chances that we we're creating were there was more of them, they were better quality. And I, for some reason, so in the second half, something clicked, and actually, we uh, we probably could have had a couple more. I would say with with Jason Law, and uh, there was another one. Jamie Reed had a second one as well that he probably could have put away. So they just seemed to be. I don't know if it was that getting that first goal that gave them that boost, but for some reason, they just seemed to be a lot more threatening in front of goal today.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think another thing, Cam, is. Alright, we we made three changes going in tonight, two of which were in enforced, and I think, in hindsight, I think that's actually helped us a little bit, because we have been critical of, of, of Clough, not in a negative way, um, but, you know, for not changing it sometimes, I know he likes to try and keep things settled, he's had his hand forced a little bit today, and do you know what, I think it's given everybody a little bit of a wake-up call, we've had some fresh legs, some fresh um, ideas, and... And it's forced us to to play a different way, and I think sometimes you can become so stagnant in the way you play, and you can sort of become a little bit blurred to to everything else. Sometimes you need to have that little bit of difference perspective. I don't think we'll continue in in that vein. I think we'll always try and play with that with that four three three. That seems to be, you know, Clough's go to. I think he said that from day one as well. But having the ability to mix it up and utilize the experience. Um, uh, of those players like Stephen Quinn, Stephen McLaughlin, James Perch, all key uh, tonight. Jordan Bowery as well. Four experienced players there in in some ways. Um, really, really helped. And I think that's what we've been missing. We've certainly lacked that little bit, bit of experience. I feel sorry for Ryan Sweeney in a way because he won't get back in on, on Saturday. But again, sometimes when you're in a position like ours, when we've been on a run like ours, we're not out of it. You know, one one win does not change the course of the season. It does not change the the course of a battle. I still believe we're we're in a relegation battle. Um, even though we've moved to eleven points clear again, we you know we've seen how the pendulum can swing. But having that experience to dig you out and to drive you forward, that can be the difference between letting a little bit of water seep in and seeing the living room flooded.
3: Yeah, and I think Alan's uh, Alan's. Puts it perfectly in, in the comments. It, it was good to see uh, Nigel was able to bring on quality from the bench that maintained the press and supported each other well. Time to ensure we consolidate now where we are. And I think that, yeah, it's, that sums it up perfectly. This is something that we've pointed out numerous times um, in in pre-match and uh, post-match pods. And, yeah, having the the flexibility off the bench and and having the quality on the bench, because we've been able to bring players on just for the just for the sake of bringing players on getting fresh legs on but this time obviously we brought obviously Harry Charsley off the bench we've had uh, George Lapsley off the bench and it's just that little bit of quality that when when we do when we are needing a bit of a dig out we know that these players are going to uh, muck in the amount of times that you saw George Lapsley and Harry Charsley on the edge of the 18 yard box helping the defense have a dick getting them out of a sticky situation was just fantastic to see because it shows that we have got such a team effort and we know that we can play we can play well but then also back it up defensively and just it's just a big change from from Saturday where we had no fight and no hunger no desire and then tonight we've just yes we've gone one goal behind from a, a, we will admit a very well worked goal and and you, we knew that if they were going to score it was going to be a well worked goal because Cheltenham have played fo- good football all season but we we dug in, we uh, got ourselves back in the game early, and it set us up that we could go at and then win the game. And it was just fantastic to see, uh, firstly Jordan Bowery get back on the score sheet, but more importantly, Jamie Reid. That that'll do him so much good, uh, <laughs> confidence-wise. And it, it, yes, it is unlucky that Jason Law didn't score tonight because he scored. He could have scored one or two, but it's just unfortunate and i'm sure he he'll, he'll, he'll find the back of the net soon but all round just an unreal performance and yeah um just having a, a good team performance is is more important than a win sometimes and and yes it's great to have three points on the board but a good performance is what we wanted tonight and a good performance is what we got
2: let's touch upon uh, Jamie Reed for a second there Nath obviously uh, nice little goal for him tonight. Perhaps should have had a second. Uh, very much involved in the third goal as well. Uh, Jordan Barry's second. Nice little one-two. Uh, obviously, the the change in formation a little bit tonight, playing the diamond rather than playing with the outright three. That gave him a little bit more space and a little bit more movement. And I think you know it, it showed how effective he can be in in a in a in a two partnership.
4: Yeah, I mean, and we saw that for the uh, for 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 Barry's second goal, they they, they linked up there. Um, you know, I, I'm not gonna get too carried away. You know, we, I think every time Jamie Reid has scored, we've we've always said every single time in yeah. comments or ourselves said this is this is what he needs. This is his confidence boost, and let's hope he kicks on. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But the most important thing is, you know, he, he it wasn't just the fact that he scored tonight. He, he also contributed with. Uh, bar his goal, and then from that, you, you know, he obviously had that other chance which uh, you just went wide, and then he had the other shot towards the end of the game where he absolutely knocked out their player, which was, which uh, you know, another another good sign. Cause he, 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 when he got the chance, he wanted to? Uh, he wanted to have a go at goal, and that's what you want from your strikers. You want them to be getting the shots off rather than dilly dallying and, and and giving it away. So in that aspect, obviously, it's um, a good thing for them. Uh, but like I say, it's not just a goal. I think. If um, that relationship between Barry and Reid, I think somebody said in the comments about Clough sticking with them. Well, he's kind of got no choice with that. We, we've got no other options up front, and he has also said in uh, in one of the interviews that Reid will basically play for the rest of the season. So it's, you know, because there's, there's nobody else, so mm. it's an opportunity for him to to really um, get get some experience. But if he can sort of strike up a partnership with Jordan Barry something that we've not necessarily seen much of so far, but if they can get that going that's obviously only going to be a benefit to the team but a benefit to, to him personally as well
2: yeah absolutely keep your comments uh, coming in let's go to some more gary says taking points off all of the top teams we love being the underdog which allows us to relax and play the game that suits us law very good left foot player uh, my man of the match yeah absolutely completely agree about you know the relaxation start of it and playing our game we said that in the pre-match podcast about just being relaxed and sort of uh, you know, not having, not feeling that pressure. I think we felt that a lot actually, Nathan. On Saturday at Barrow, we went into that one, you know, knowing we could essentially put a 14-point buffer between us and, and them, and effectively, you know, give ourselves a bit of breathing space. And I think we put too much pressure on it in some some ways. In actual fact, you know, in hindsight, going into tonight's game, nobody expected anything. We relaxed, we played our game, and we just. I think if we can keep that focus from the for the rest of the season, we'll be fine. We'll be absolutely fine. It's just when we get when we allow ourselves to, to be put under pressure, we don't handle pressure well. It's yeah, we, we can't. We've done it many times like
4: this season, though. When you, when you think about it, um, you know, there's Morecambe, You could have said the same for that. You know, mm. you go back even earlier, Sunderland, Forest Green, all of those games, uh, we've been basically written off. You know, there's no yeah. way we're we're going to get anything out of those games, uh, and it's, it's been exactly the same again tonight. And for 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 whatever reason, it's. Um, like we say, it, it's it's probably because we're the underdogs. We can go out there and not have the pressure of thinking, well, you know, we've got to go and win this game. This is a massive six-pointer. You know, uh, this this is uh, could make or break our season. It's one of them where, you know, if if I think, you know, we we said it before. If we lost tonight, unless unless it meant South End won, it's not the end of the world. It's a game that we we expect to lose, and and it's like we said in typical Mansfield fashion with. Um, you know, not only gone out there and, and played played well and and given it a really really good go. But we've we've <laughs> got over all three points and a and a, and, a, and three goals. You know, where have they come from? We we didn't look like we could buy a goal for, in the last few games. One in God knows how many, and we've we've popped three in in ten minutes.
2: Absolutely. Let's hope that we've not uh, used the rest of them up for the rest of the season. Uh, Ryan says, brilliant second half. Dennis, when they scored, I went to make a drink and came back. Two goals. Uh, that'll teach me to wait. Uh, Roger says, I hope they can pr- uh, repeat this performance. Cheltenham are a very good side. What a feather in the cap for the stags tonight and has fi- Nigel finally unlocked a great play inside. There's still a long way to go, but a lot better quality performances tonight. Uh, that should boost the confidence. Clive says, Good to see Nigel so animated uh, tonight. Uh, Wayden says, Bowery scored two tonight, but Law gets my man of the match because he was class and I think he's going to be something special uh clive says rawson was excellent as well Um, roger says that had been the cherry on the top if law could have scored looks like he cemented his place in the team Uh, roy says uh, i do think quinn and law are really really good together must tie up quinn in uh, for next season uh there is the engine in this side uh gary agrees says quinn is absolute an absolute must for next season a terrific engine who can go left or right really impressed With his energy, uh, and Tom says big run of games Crawley, Carlisle, and Grimsby, all very different proposition to tonight's opponents. Weirdly, in the games, we seem to look poor in. I've got an important question for you. This may cause uh, a bit of debate, but we love a bit of debate. 13 games left of the Sky Bet League 2 season. 11 points between Mansfield Town and uh, Southend United, who are currently second bottom in the relegation uh, places. They're on 29, we're on 40. Uh, The Stags have a game in hand over Southend as well. How many more points, Nathan Edge, until you will happily breathe a sigh of relief that we are a Sky Bet League 2 side next season? Because, like I said before, it's it's all well and good having this win tonight, which is great. It's really lifted the mood, the confidence. Everyone seems you know buoyed
4: by it and everything. But we had that against Morecambe.
2: Hmm.
4: Um, I mean, I was I, I didn't think come me a point. I you were coming with points. I thought were going to say wins. I was going to say two another. Well, two go wins. for go for wins. Then that's fine. But, yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, another two wins and obviously get a few draws in there. I, I think most importantly, it'll be let's try and make sure we. At a bare minimum do not lose to the teams down there so Grimsby for example um you know, at one point they were winning tonight so you, you looked at that and you think you know they, they're starting to close a gap on the teams you know above them um have, have we got Southend to play again we haven't have we haven't. We've played them twice played so, twice yeah um, so yeah i mean you know, as long as I think we can get another couple of wins on the board um uh, and, and not lose to them below us you know, we, we, sh- we should be all right for me
2: Let's have a look at the fixtures coming up. Then, of course, uh, we've got a, a busy schedule still this month. Still going Saturday, Tuesday. Uh, Saturday, can we start with a trip to Crawley Town? Eleventh uh, place at the moment, seven points uh, above the Stags. Uh, they won 1-0 tonight. Always a difficult place to go. They've got the potential to, to mix it up. Uh, but arguably, it's the three games after that which are going to be really, really critical for the Stags. Carlisle, who have absolutely dropped off the boil uh, in recent weeks. They were top at one point. They're now 13th uh, in the table. Uh, they grew with, drew
3: with Grimsby one all tonight. Yeah,
2: and then, of course, it's Grimsby um, on Saturday the 20th. Home game with them, who are uh, rock bottom at the moment. However, uh, they do have a game in hand. And over the stags and then forest green at home uh, in a couple of weeks time tuesday the 23rd at six o'clock kickoff for that one as well forest green uh, very much uh, chasing promotion this season they're currently third in the table uh, four different games over the next four fixtures um, you know which would take it to nine games left uh, this season Um what would what would be your target within those fixtures Oof,
3: i think ten, 10 more points and i think we'll be safe um, personally, you get you get to fifty points. The, the likelihood of getting, being relegated with fifty plus points is is very slim. But they're, they're winnable games in there. Um, Crawley we just capitulated against them. Uh, Carlisle was the only one that were really tested by Grimsby. I can't remember. I didn't watch the Grimsby game. Forest Green we beat earlier this season. Played quite well against them. And Tranmere obviously opening day completely different team to back then, so that one I'm not one hundred percent sure about, but I reckon we could pick
2: two two wins up in there, I think. Yeah, I'd be satisfied with that. I mean I think like you say, 10, like a lot of people say in the comments, ten more points would pretty much do it. I think as long as we can keep this buffer and, and maybe try and extend it to maybe 15 points, I think that'll be that'll be alright for us. Still a long way to go. I know 13 games, you know, a lot can change in, in 13 games, but they come in thick and fast and, and that's what counts. So I think the key thing, Nathan, will be, you know, like I think Alan mentioned in the comments about having the strength on the bench, we've got Oli Sarkic to, to come back into the fold at some and we think possibly the weekend, um, obviously, Ryan Sweeney will be back from suspension, which boosts us uh, at the back. Uh, we've got George Marish to come back from injury um, as well. I don't think I've missed anyone. Anyone out? Obviously, George George Lapsley's on his way back. He was back in in, yeah. uh, in the fold tonight. You know, you add those, you know, two, three, four players into the mix, put them on the bench, and all of a sudden we look a lot stronger. And having that, you know, uh, strength on the bench and having that a bit more, you know,
4: flexibility in the squad, I think that's what's going to help us. Yeah, I mean, for me, the, the two biggest players, I think that w- once they're all back in, obviously George Laps is back in now, um, you know, might, might be, I don't know whether a start on Saturday might be too soon for him. So, whether it takes another couple of, uh, you know, another appearance from the bench, bench maybe. But I think George Maris will be a big player to come back in as well. Um, I think he's one that we have missed recently. Um, and, and having Jason Law in there, you know, for me, uh, you know, he's probably kind of playing George Maris... Uh, uh george Lapsey's position at the minute i don't mm. think jason law can be kicked out uh, i think he's he's by far been one of the bright spots in the in this in this past month so and he's like having a new signing you know so uh there's when you look at it you know although we've basically gone from last week well i wouldn't say last week from some saturday saying we are absolutely threadbare actually just by the likes of, of george Lapsey coming back in it, it does make things look a lot better because I think he because of where he can play up front or in midfield. I think he because he's a little bit versatile in that aspect. And then you think you still got George Maris to come back. I, I, it's still the, the 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 difficulty is I think is mainly that strike. I think if Reed or Barry got injured, then you still you do start thinking you know this is going to be really tough. But at the moment, it's starting to get better, and that's what we've been saying. You know, we needed some of these key players back. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Uh, Keep your comments coming in. Start getting your votes in for Man of the Match. I know we've had some already. Cam hopefully has been keeping uh, track of those. Uh, Ethan says Quinn, Man of the Match.
4: I've lost them, so I've not so get them back in there's been four for jason law so far anyway i've been keeping carol out well there we go uh,
2: go with that then uh, go with four for jason law so far and then we'll go from here uh, and uh, ethan says quinn man of the match for me fuels the team and breaks up play uh, terrifically uh, gary says 10 more points will do it and ryan says nine or 10 points should do it um nigel says uh, man of the match very difficult tonight i'm going to go with rawson and Clive says, does Sweeney get his place back on Saturday, do you reckon? For me, I think he's going he to be, I always would prefer to have Ryan Sweeney in, in that side. However, uh, Rawson did well tonight, and I think a lot of that came from having an experienced player, you know, to his left, pulling him into position, talking him through the game. A lot, I've said this a lot, uh, many and many a time, about, particular partnerships in football and I think it's one of those sometimes it works well with one partner but doesn't work well with another and I think the the Rawson and Perch partnership does work quite well. Sweeney will definitely make the bench that's for sure and um, I'd be very very surprised if he wasn't in uh, back on the bench um, but I think Perch did just about enough tonight. Yes he probably was he was beaten to the header for their goal uh, but again arguably Rawson could have done a little bit better with it as well because he let the man peel off him um, when the initial ball was played so six of one half dozen of the other on tonight's performance I'd like to see Perch uh, stay um, in that side what about you Nathan very quickly before we take some more man of the match votes
4: well you go back to when they were, that partnership was there before when they, when Sweeney was out for with Covid um, Sweeney actually came back in he was on the bench for a few games so I you know Based on that, I think um, because they've not done themselves any harm tonight, I think it'll stay as it is.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Last comment before we before I go to some of the man of the match comments. Keep them coming in. We'll go through the full-time scores as well. Roger says, we always said the stakes will be okay, but this league is so unpredictable. I'm a lot happier that they've gone uh, the three home games after Crawley. Uh, think the stakes seem to play better at home in general, so the points should come. Uh, and Jamie says, no, Sweeney shouldn't get his place back. Um, on Saturday. Get your votes coming in for Man of the Match. We'll go through them in just a second. First though, it's time to take a look elsewhere in Sky Bet League 2 this uh, this evening and see how results and things like that have affected uh, the league table after the Stags put in a decent performance and uh, complete a turnaround. This is the picture in Sky Bet League 2 tonight. <laughs> So the Stags 3-1 winners at home to Cheltenham Town, thanks to a brace from Jordan Bowery and a goal from Jamie Reid as well. Elsewhere in Bet League 2, it finished Bolton Wanderers 2, Cambridge United 1. Carlisle and Grimsby played out a 1-0 draw, while Crawley, who the Stags go to on Saturday, beat Salford by a goal to nil on home turf. Two all between Forest Green and Morecambe, whilst Harrogate were 3-0 winners over Colchester United. Goalless between Leighton Orion and Stevenage, whilst Newport playing in Cardiff tonight. Beat Bradford by two goals to one. Goalless between Port Vale and Oldham in Keith Curls' first goal, uh, first game for uh, Oldham Athletic as manager. Uh, Scunthorpe United were beaten 2-0 at home to Exeter. Same scoreline between Southend and Tranmere, A result which takes it back to an 11-point buffer in the Skybet League 2 table at the Battle of the Bottom. In terms of the league table, of course, Cheltenham still lead the way at the top tonight, despite being beaten 3-1 by ourselves, due to the fact that Cambridge were beaten 2-1 tonight. Forest Green in third playoffs, Tranmere, Morecambe, Newport and Bolton in that order. Let's drop down the league table then and see where the Stags are. The Stags are up to 16th place tonight, having played 33 games, 9 wins, 13 draws and 11 defeats. A minus three goal difference at the moment on the 40-point mark. Oldham Athletic just beneath them in 17th on the same amount of points but minus seven goals. Then it's Scunthorpe in 18th on 39, Warsaw in 19th on 38, Colchester in 20th on 36, Port Vale in 21st on 35 and then it's the bottom three. Barrow just outside the drop zone on 29 points, 11 points behind the Stags, minus six goal difference. Uh, Barrow, by the way, have two games in hand. They play on Friday night. They're against Walsall. Southend United having played 34 games. That means the Stags have a game in hand on them, crucially, uh, also on 29 points. Whilst Grimsby, rock bottom, 32 games played, 25 points on the board in Sky Bet League 2 this season. Of course, the Stags have tough fixtures coming up, starting with a trip to Crawley on Saturday. Crawley, of course, 11th place at the moment, uh, seven points ahead of the Stags. Can the Stags get a victory there and go back-to-back victories and give us even more to smile about before three back-to-back home games? Get your man of the match votes coming in. Who will take the crown tonight as the Stags come from a goal behind? to beat Cheltenham Town, the league leaders, by three goals to one at the One Call Stadium. Time then for the most coveted competition in all of podcast land. You can forget your X-Factors. You can forget your Britain's Got Talent. It's about Mansfield Matters, Man of the Match, and that coveted tweet from Mr Nathan Edge. Nathan, how many people have you got on your list tonight? Keep yours coming in in
4: the comments as well. Nathan? Probably could have been more, but I'm, uh, I've nailed it down to three. Cam Felton?
3: Turn my mic on
2: that, might help. Uh, I've I got I mean, it four. doesn't, it doesn't, to be honest. You've got four. Uh, <laughs> I, I will go with three. Cam, you've got the highest bid, so you go with go with your four then and then uh, give us uh, your ultimate man of the match. Give us your reasons and then name your man of the match. Uh,
3: Jordan Bowery, uh, Jamie Reed, Farron Rawson and Jason Law. I thought Bowery and Reed, the link-up play between them, was, was fantastic tonight, obviously fantastic to see them both get back on the score sheet. I thought the third, the third goal, the link up play was absolutely unbelievable. And, um, Jason law also chipping in with that as well. I think Faz Rawson, um, had a decent game, uh, just looked absolutely solid at the back. Yes. He could have maybe, um, how, um, held onto his man a little bit tighter than, um, than he could have in in their goal. But other than that, pretty decent tonight. But my other match is is Jason Law. I think he, he just had something extra tonight and so unlucky not to get his goal. But he just keeps on improving game upon game upon game. And I think if he plays like he has been recently, he might get his goal Saturday. He might get his goal Tuesday. It's coming at some point. And he was just so unlucky not to get it tonight. So, yeah, Jason Law for me.
4: Nathan Edge. My three are Jordan Bowery, Jason Law, and get ready for this, lads. Oh Stephen McLaughlin. Oh What? <laughs> really? What? <laughs> I know, coming from me. I know, it's amazing. Um, yeah, the internet has just uh, exploded. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. I, I don't I don't look at my Twitter, I'm probably getting all sorts of views from there. <laughs> um no, uh, obviously Jordan Barry's two goals, um, in, in second half performance in particular, uh, was great. And I and I do, He's been getting a, a, a few moments of stick from from fans over the last few weeks, and I, I, I've not really agreed with that. I think he's, although he's not necessarily obviously been getting the goals, I still think he's out of the front, out of the forward players. He's still been the the best of the three um, in in those past games, so I think he's got what he deserves uh, deserved tonight. So um, Jordan Barry, Stephen McLaughlin, like we said, I think he's gone in and played a, a different role, which um, you know, surprisingly, Surprisingly, has, has has really suited him. So, uh, I think it's more probably it's probably because I had such low expectations. Is really exceeded them. Uh, but he he's one of them. But my my man of the match is going to go to Jason Law again. Um, it would have been five consecutive games for him. For, I think for me nominating him to be fair, but obviously we didn't do one on on Tuesday night. But he yeah, his, his link up play uh, and his his roles for for the first two goals. Obviously only one count as an assist, but you might as well class the second one as an assist. Um, Yeah, just missing everything apart from his goal. But for a a young lad with very little league experience, you've got to applaud what he's managed to do so far in every game he's played.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Two honourable mentions for me, and then obviously my three nominations for money match. No. No. Jesus. No. 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 Uh, The two honourable mentions are Stephen McLaughlin, who I thought was... Tremendous in that uh, role in front of the back four. Um, really proved Nathan wrong. Um, and the other honourable mention is Samal. I thought he was pretty solid at, uh, at left back tonight and gave us an option going forward as well. Uh, my three man of the match votes though, Jordan Bowery uh, scored, of course, two goals and good link up play. Uh, led the line pretty well. I um, thought Stephen Quinn, um thought he had a, a really good game for me. Re- showed a real engine in there you know, breaking up play, getting, getting things moving. Uh, However, it comes as no surprise, I don't think, my man of the match vote goes to Jason Law, who is an absolute rat, an absolute rat. Uh, He played in that, sort of, 10-roll tonight, the top of the diamond. He covered every single blade of grass, worked tirelessly, uh, got stuck in, not afraid to get in in a battle, linked up really, really well. Some of his set plays were were spot on, he really gives us that lift. Um, The, the, the setup play I think for for Reed's goal where he, he drops his shoulder, completely takes the two Cheltenham defenders out of the game, puts the ball back across goal into a dangerous area. Fantastic for me. We have got a phenomenal prospect for me. And it, it what it's actually done for me is, is actually, you know, fair play to, to Nigel Clough for giving him his opportunity and and sticking with him as well and letting him develop. But it also makes me question the previous managers on why he hasn't been given his opportunity because He's been absolutely a breath of fresh air since since he came in. Um, and, you know, like you both have said, absolutely deserved uh, deserves a goal. It will come for him, and I'll be absolutely buzzing when it does. But he was an absolute rat for me tonight. Ran his legs off. Fully, fully played for the badge in the shirt. Um, really, really well done uh, to him. So he's my man of the match vote. Get Can we ki- also just have a quick honourable mention? I
3: think, or most improved, I think Callan Gordon deserves a mention tonight. The amount of stick that he got on Saturday, whilst most of it might have been um, deserved, I think he he really turned it around tonight. I th- he was he was solid at the back, getting forward, and he, he just looked like the Kellen Gordon that we know. And and Saturday was definitely an off day, but I think he he, he massively improved. Mm. He must have t- whatever. Um, um, whatever was I'm said gonna to him. I'm going to have to rush you because my oh, ba- yeah. my
2: phone's uh, just flashed up that I've got five percent battery, so I need to get right, through uh, these comments.
3: What Clive, Clive saying? Rat? Question mark? Rat as in uh, scurrying around, getting here, there, and everywhere? Correct. I I Correct. I
2: hope yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad. Yeah. I, I didn't think that needed explaining. I thought that was a given. But there you go. Uh, right. Get your pen ready, Cam. Uh, Ryan says, "Man of the match, Law. Uh, Jamie, Law, man of the match. Uh, Clive, man of the match, Rawson." Um, uh, Roger, Law, man of the match Wayne, Law, man of the match um, Jeff, Law, man of the match um, Tim, McLaughlin surprised me But man of the match, Mel Benin Cathy, uh, man of the match, Jason Law was excellent uh, Mark, man of the match, Law um, uh, Phil, man of the match, Rawson Could have gone with Law or Bowery as well But I'll go with Rawson uh, wi- uh, William says, can't split Mal or Law And um, And Mark says, Gordon was terrific tonight. So get you counting. And I think it'll be uh, pretty uh, 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 one. uh, I'm sure it'll be a a very easy landslide victory. But still, let's ramp up the tension. 3-1 winners over the league leaders Cheltenham Town. But who will be crowned man of the match? Who will get Nathan Edge's coveted tweet? the thing we all want. Forget your million pounds, forget your awards, a tweet from Nathan is what every footballer craves. But will it be Farron Rawson? Will it be Stephen McLaughlin? Even Nathan nominated him. Will it be Samal? Will it be Kellen Gordon? Will it be will it be Marek Steck? Or will it be Jason? The rat? In a nice way. Law. The man who's got his abacus out and his fingers and toes, I can smell them from here, even though he's miles and miles away, is Mr. Cam Felton. He holds the answers. Who is getting the tweet tonight? As Mansfield Matters, Man of the Match!
3: Tonight's Man of the Match is Jason Law. There you go. So Did he just say tonight's man of the Match? Man of
4: the Match. I thought I'm he like said Nan. Man of the Match to me. I no, thought he said yeah. Nan.
3: No, the man of the match. <laughs> that I means that's a <laughs> so whole new is bl- blind and deaf then. Oh <sighs> dear, that's, I think that's an appropriate. Now, um, now to be fair, yeah, it was very much a landslide. But um, yeah, Faz Rawson, second place, three votes. So compared to how yeah. many votes though? Let's be let's be let's uh, put it into perspective.
4: I've got, I've got thirteen in my head. But...
3: I've got fifteen right. from what was also mentioned previously.
2: Well, there we go. Any other? Uh, uh, how many votes in total?
4: Uh, Fifty. Oh, don't make him do them for sort of maths, you know. Now uh, I'm just like thinking percentages. I, I'd, I'd, li- I'd quite like. To,
2: I'd like to quite like to see a Nathan Edge uh, with X amount of percent of the vote, rather than well, saying with three dilemma. votes.
4: You know, I've got a dilemma, though. You know how we we talk about you know superstitions and all that. Uh, I didn't do one. I thought you'd lost that music. so I'm, I'm, I'm delighted, but I didn't do one against Barrow. Yeah, uh, but now. we didn't. We didn't Why have a vote it?
2: against Barrow. We didn't have a vote against Barrow. We we said we weren't voting. We yes. said we're not even going to bother. So get through. But... Take that into it. Th- write that down on a piece right, of paper. Yeah. Right, scrunch lose, it down. Scrunch it up and throw it out of the window. All right, the, the tweet's coming. But if if we if we lose now on 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 Saturday, this is on you, Mister Priest. Not a chance. Not having that. Not having that at all. <laughs> Not having that. Uh, with that, that's just about all we've got time for tonight. However, just a reminder, those of you who didn't join us in the uh, the, the pre-match video, you can join us for pre-match if you'd like to do so before every single game. Um, come and join us. Make sure you follow our Facebook page. If you've not heard it or watched it already, um, the Neil Bishop episode is out. The Stag Stories episode is out. It's phenomenal, isn't it, Nate? We've had a great response too.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Lots of uh people messaging on, on Facebook or in particular on Twitter as well. Uh with with great feedback and like I said in the in the pre match we, we sort of anticipated it because we've done a lot of these uh, you know, a lot of these interviews uh so far in the Stag Stories series. Yes. Well you said it right this time. Get in! Um yeah, you know, we've done a lot and and we left this one feeling uh, you know, this feel like it was a, it was a really great one. Uh, you know, great, great insight from from Neil Bishop, and especially with it being, in from recent seasons as well. Everything's fresh in our mind. So you know, we, we, we came away thinking that was a great interview. So we were quite confident that you guys would love it as well, and uh, we've got some great feedback. So if you haven't already, do go and check that out.
2: Yeah, we absolutely have. Also coming up this week, uh, the deadline is now passed for uh, questions to be sent in for the virtual fans forum. Uh, any of us three asked a question? Nathan, have you sent a question in?
4: I haven't, no. I I kept meaning to, but I I never got around to it. And Obviously, I've missed a deadline now, so hopefully there's plenty of others being put through.
2: Cam, have you? No. (laughs) Fortunately, boys, I'm here to save the podcast. Don't worry, I've sent in three questions. Um, Don't you think we ask enough questions of the club on this podcast? Well, yeah, but it's nice to actually get them answered, isn't it? Um, So there you go. Uh, I've sent in three. Uh, We look forward to that coming out. I believe it's coming out this week. I think they're recording it on thursday possibly coming out friday Uh, what we are going to do is we are going to sit down we are going to watch uh the the fans forum we're going to watch it separately um and 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 things like that uh and then we're going to sort of make notes and then we're going to Record an episode. Um, it might be live. It might be recorded. Who knows? Uh, we're going to put an episode together of our reactions to that and have our say uh, on that virtual fans forum. So if you've submitted a question, uh, look forward to for, for that coming out, and uh, we'll we'll give our reaction to that um, as well. Uh, and also, if you've missed the Neil Bishop episode, like we said, uh, mtfcmatters.co.uk. Uh, search for us on Spotify, on iTunes. You'll find the podcast on there in audio form, and also on this very Facebook page, you can watch the video. Uh, just go into our videos tab and you'll find it in there. That though is all we've got time for tonight. My thanks to Nathan Edge and to Cam Felton for their input as ever. On a night where Mansfield Town, do a Mansfield Town after 50 minutes and concede a soft goal, but then do a Mansfield Town and spark into life. Showing fight, desire, hunger, And everything in between to overturn that one goal uh, lead for Cheltenham. And win by three goals to one. And get three huge points on the board. And of course, create an 11-point buffer. With a game in hand in the relegation battle as well. Destination on Saturday is Crawley. Hopefully the Stags can walk away with three points. Because let's face it, what we've done tonight against Cheltenham is very much shown that when we put our minds to it, we can well and truly be at the races. Enjoy the rest of the week. We'll see you on Saturday for the warm-up and cool-down show on Matchday Live. All the details on our social media pages. What's more to say than get in? Come on, you stags. Good night. Goodbye. Farewell. So long. ta The views expressed in this broadcast are solely those of the individual.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's.